without a word to either one of them. Unfortunately, what with the many predators in the area, not to mention the ever-present prospect of the Utes showing up, wandering off could prove fatal. Not again, Winona said. You go north, I'll go south, Nate proposed. Keep yelling until he replies. I hope he doesn't hide from us. He'd better not. I warned him what would happen if he did that one more time. They separated, Nate skirting the corral and entering the dense trees. Zachary, he bellowed, startling sparrows in a thicket. Where are you? From north of the cabin came Winona's voice. Zachary! Zachary! For several minutes, Nate hiked and shouted. The boy didn't respond. Worry battled with anger for supremacy in Nate's mind. There were times, he mused, when being a parent tried his patience to its limits. On several occasions, he'd been strongly tempted to apply his belt to his son's backside, and only the promise he'd made to Winona shortly after Zack was born had stopped him. They'd agreed to raise the boy in the Shoshone fashion, which meant never striking him, no matter how badly he misbehaved. Instead, they tried to influence Zachary's behavior by always exhorting him to do what was proper and good, and by setting ideal examples themselves. Talk about difficult tasks. Nate often marveled that Indians resorted to such exacting child-rearing practices when a good spanking would be so much easier to apply and would bear more immediate fruit. How well he recollected the many spankings his father had given him and he'd turned out okay. He wondered if Zachary was playing at being an Indian warrior again. Sometimes the boy would pretend to be a mighty brave on a raid, and during this play, Zach would only answer to his Shoshone name. Stalking Coyote, he called out. Time to come back to your village. The forest mocked him with its silence. All his shouting had caused every living creature within hearing distance to become quiet. "'Young man, this is your father,' Nate yelled angrily. "'If you're listening, I demand you answer me this instant.' A bee buzzed past him. Nate halted at the base of a knoll, the hawkin in his left hand. Far off, Winona still shouted. He couldn't imagine the boy straying so far, but he decided to climb to the top of the knoll for a look-see before returning to the cabin. Hastening upward, he stopped on the crest and made a complete revolution, idly noting the towering ring of snow-capped peaks rimming the valley even as he probed the underbrush. Not so much as a rabbit stirred. Convinced he was wasting his time, he turned to depart, and his gaze landed on a boulder-strewn hill approximately a hundred yards to the southwest. A diminutive figure marched resolutely toward the top. Zachary! Nate thundered, and ran in pursuit. Promise or no promise, the boy's breach of discipline deserved harsh punishment. Time and time again, Winona and he had warned Zachary about going more than a few feet from the cabin when unescorted. The boy simply couldn't get it into his inexperienced head that there were great dangers lurking in the woods. Just once, Nate would like to see Zachary have a serious scare that would bring the boy to his senses. Just once. Something else moved on that hill. Something big and long and tawny. Something creeping down the slope toward the unsuspecting child. It was a panther.
Some trappers called them mountain lions. Some referred to them as cougars. Nate used the term favored by the majority of trappers. However, they were known the big cats were renowned for their stealth and their ferocity when aroused, and the sight of one stalking his son sparked a ripple of stark fear down Nate's spine. Zachary! Nate bellowed and raced toward the hill. His son stopped, turned, and waved. Come down! he yelled, motioning with his free arm for the boy to descend, but Zachary resumed climbing. The panther, twenty yards above the child, paused and glanced at Nate. Then it effortlessly vaulted onto the top of a large, flat boulder and crouched at the lip where it could see the slope below and mark the progress of its intended victim. Such a bold cat was exceedingly rare. Usually mountain lions fled at the sight.